Hello, I'm Stuart Preston, and this is the Stoned Ape Reports, where I have conversations with those who have changed their lives with the power of psychedelics. Real quick announcement, you know about my one-man show, The Stoned Ape Show. Well, now there's a book titled The Grief Trip, How I Learned to Heal with Grief and Psychedelics. You can find it at www.thegrieftrip.com. 100% of proceeds go to the Ian Preston Memorial Fund to help support mental health and suicide prevention. Okay, back to the podcast. In this episode, I had the honor of speaking with Kate. She shares her story of moving away from pharmaceuticals and their side effects to a microdosing regimen with great results. Quick note, if you're currently taking medications, please consult your doctor before making any changes. Okay, let's hear from Kate. All right, Kate. Well, thank you so much for joining me here on the Stoned Ape Reports. Um, I'm really excited to hear your your story of microdosing and anything else you might share. So first of all, thank you for your time and thank you for joining me here on the show. Thank you, Stuart. I'm excited to join you. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, let's, uh, I'd like to start with kind of like what was going on in your life that kind of brought you to psychedelics. And in your case, we're probably talking about microdosing, but um, kind of like what, what's your, your origin story? You know, what's, what brought you to this? What was going on in your life that you knew kind of you needed some help or to work with the medicines to, to give you some help with? Yeah, I had tried, I had tried some, some psychedelics years and years ago, but was not an avid user of them until about last year in May. I had some issues as as a lot of people did during COVID and parted ways with the job I had um, because I started having panic attacks, which I'd mm. never had in my life. And through that experience, I had to speak with a psychiatrist, which I'd also never done. And a 24 page intake evaluation and one phone call resulted in four prescription meds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> which two were like for depression. One, one was for depression. One was for sleep. One was for anxiety and one was for, um, ADHD. So I was like overwhelmed a little bit by his diagnosis and I filled a couple of the, the, the pills and I didn't care for the way I felt on them. I actually felt worse. And I started looking into alternatives and I'm really into holistic health. So that was more the route I wanted to take. And I saw a course on microdosing and I decided to sign up for the course. It was offered uh, by CJ Spotswood, who's an RN that um, works in Maine and he's an Anthonyo nurse. So I knew he would know a lot of great information and it was paired mm -hmm. up with Tara Lee Weathers who runs rock and life. And I've done a bunch of her retreats up in Vermont. So the two of them offered this course back in November and I decided to take it. And I also decided to start microdosing with psilocybin back then and go off of all the meds that were prescribed to me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's been um, really interesting because you know, there's a lot of stigma about it, but I have had such positive results that I can't stop telling everybody, even though there's still, you know, some, you know, being a class schedule one substance is a lot of people that are too afraid to try it or to even think about it. But I, I just want to scream from, <laughs> from the rooftops, at the, the positive, more mindful feeling that I've had um, and not needing to be on those pills has been huge. So did you talk to your, this, this, uh, 24 page 
30 minute intake doctor about um, going this microdose route? Did you talk to him or her about getting off of those meds, about ramping down off of it? It doesn't sound like you were really on them for very long, but did you have a discussion with the doctor about this, this path you're well, going on? Initially, I thought, you know, all right, let me try the stuff for ADHD because I suspected my whole life that I had that issue, but I just never really talked to a doctor about it. And I mm -hmm. thought, okay, maybe this will help me. And, and in some ways it did, but there were some side effects that I didn't care for. And in the very beginning, I also filled a prescription for Xanax, which when I was having severe breathing panic attacks did help me in the beginning. But those those drugs are not scheduled, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're so readily available, but yet I didn't like the way I felt on them. Mm. So after being on them for about a month, I had another call with the doctor and I told him that certain things were happening. Like I have Raynaud's, which is just the strange phenomenon where my fingers turn completely white and purple. Mm. Um, generally in the winter, it's a circulation issue. But this was happening. Now we're into June of last year. I've never had it happen in June. So I asked the doctor, you know, is this something, you know, is this a side effect? And he put me on hold and came back and said, <laughs> dear, <laughs> in this very nice grandfatherly voice, dear, in 30 years of being a doctor, I have never encountered this, but you cannot be on anything in that class of drug. So that meant no ADHD medication. Did, did that so rule it, out all of these meds that he had prescribed to you? It ruled out anything that was um, like a stimulant, like, like, like Adderall mm. or Ritalin mm. or any of those drugs. So I said, okay. Uh, he still wanted me to fill some of the other ones, but I had a huge... Just in my head, I did not want to be on an antidepressant. I tried one years ago for pain. It was like something they told me would help in another way. And I'm more of a mind over matter. Mm -hmm. And I take I take a lot of supplements. So I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. So I never filled that one. And um, then I kept, so I filled the, the, filled the Xanax for another month. And then on our second call, I had found out about the microdosing course and I asked him his thoughts on it and he was fully against discussing anything of such. And mm. I decided to part ways and I said, I don't need these prescriptions anymore. And I just stopped them. And then I decided to try the microdosing and I have been going down that call it a rabbit hole because there's so much to learn and there's so many species that I'm like, now I want to learn you know, what strains will have what effects. And, you know, if I play with the doses, I'm, I'm talking very small dose, like 0.15 milligram. Every we're talking days. mushrooms. Talking mushrooms, yep. Psilocybin. Psilocybin. Cubensis. Yeah, that, I yeah. that, I, that I'm using for this, um, mm -hmm. that I started to use for the, for the experiment. And I started to feel better. I started to feel more mindful. I had within probably about three to four weeks improved mental clarity more optimistic attitude definitely reduced feelings of anxiety and, and depression not that i really had much depression but the anxiety i think was more situational due to losing a job and trying to figure out all the things mm -hmm. during the covid <laughs> um, yeah. but i decided to stay on it and as i stayed on it i kept 
kept on this um, protocol where I would journal and I would really go into how am I feeling because I don't want to just take something and not really know that it's having an effect. So then I'd go off of it and I'd take a week off. And that's when I said, Ooh, I feel different and not in a good way. So I went back and I've done that a couple of times just to kind of see, and I feel better on them. So it's like, Hmm, I think I need to keep doing this and go a step further to try to help other people too. Like to, this should be more mainstream than it is. That's yeah. how I feel. So tell, tell us a little bit about the, the regimen. So what, it, when you first got started, what, what was your regimen like? You mentioned 0.15 grams of the magic mushrooms. You know, how, how many days on, how many days off? What was that regimen like? And, and what, what have you, how has it changed over the time as to what you're doing today? Yeah, um, I started very low dose. Um, and what I do is I just, I take the dried mushrooms and grind it and put it into a capsule. Um, can be consumed obviously many ways or in a tea, but I prefer to put it as a capsule and mm -hmm. put it with my supplements. So that way I'm not thinking of it as anything other than a supplement I'm taking. So yeah. I take 0.15 milligrams, which is a 15th of a gram. Mm -hmm. I believe <laughs> my math isn't great. Um, so it's super small. There's no trippy effects to it. Um, on a couple different strains, I have felt some yawning and a little tiredness. So I note that in my notes, like this particular strain made me sleepy today, whereas other ones gave me a ton of energy. So hmm. I do that on what I call protocol day. And then I take two days off because you get kind of a glowing effect the next day where it's still like in your body and you get that positive uptick. Mm. And the third day, I don't know. It was just um, during the course. That's the protocol we, we followed the third day. I don't really feel it as much. And then it starts all over again. So, okay. And that's, is that kind of, is that, did they mention Fadiman's protocol? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so you're uh you continued to do this for a while and then you took a little bit of a break, did you say? And then you came back into it yeah. again? I've taken a week off. Um, so I've been doing it since November. So we're at about seven months now. And three times I've taken a five to seven day break um, of not taking anything. So mm -hmm. just a week off here and there. More to just see if I need to reset or if it really is making a difference. And my mood definitely on all three of those occasions felt different. Did you continue to journal during those down, those off times? I do. Yes. I try, I try to journal as much as I can. Um, I'd like to say daily, but I, I definitely miss a few days here and there during yeah. the week. But you noticed a change. So you went through the, the Fatiman protocol one day, the protocol day on, and then two days off protocol day, two days off. And then, then you take a five to seven day break and you actually, you noticed a, a change in your mood during that five to seven days. Yeah, I did. And it, and it, and it's, it was slightly drastic the first time, whereas I was moody and I thought, you know, what's wrong with me. And I forgot mm. why, like I, I didn't even occur to me. It was cause I wasn't on it. So just based on that, I don't feel like it was placeboed because I just decided not to do them. And then a few days later, I was just one thing after another. And I just felt like crying and I just didn't feel, mm. I just felt angsty. And then I said, Hey, I'm not doing the, <laughs> psilocybin anymore i wonder if that's why and then i went back on it and within a few days i started to feel more myself so yeah 
And so is that, is that kind of how you would describe, you know, we, we talked about the, the anxiety and the panic attacks on the, on the front end of this. And then you went into the regiment. You're currently still in the regiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how are things different now? You know, is, is that how you would describe it as the way, the way you're feeling now is more yourself? Yeah, I feel, I feel more myself. I feel more connected. Um, prior to doing it and prior to COVID, I had already started doing a lot of inner work and um, specifically trying to heal any past traumas through inner child work and meditation. Hmm. And when I'm doing this protocol, I really feel like an increase in in my connectedness to myself and to everything around me, whereas I wasn't feeling that previously. Mm. So that's, and that, that's an effect people get from macro doses, especially with, with mushrooms that they feel connected to nature. They feel connected to each other. They feel connected to all these forces and you're getting some of that. You're getting a similar effect from the micro dosing. I am. And, and, and in all honesty, I do, I do experiment with macrodosing for the same reason, but just so that I don't confuse the two, I don't use psilocybin to macrodose. So I will use tabs of, of LSD in a macrodosing to try to see how that opens up the different parts of my mind. And that's been all uh, very positive results on that end too. Interesting. I was going to ask you if you do any macrodosing. So when you do it, you do it with LSD. And how, how do you lay that out? Do you, do you just, um, no pun intended, but do you just drop that in the middle of your microdosing or do you take like that five to seven day period and then, and then do it? How, how do you lay this on top of your microdosing regimen? Um, what I've, what I've done is I've stopped it or when I've decided to macro, I've stopped it, um, for a few days so that the two wouldn't, and not that I think they'd interfere, but so that I could kind of study them separately. Um, right. So I'll take a couple of days off on either end and then pick the protocol back up. Um, and then with the, with the macro dosing, I pick an event, so to speak, or, or something that I really want to go deeper. It's not, it's not to go out like and get wasted or to, you know, go to a party or something like mm-hmm. I, I will take it and I, I'll go, and I'll look at art. Um, I really like, I am a member at the Museum of Fine Arts um, here in, in Massachusetts and I'll, I'll go and, and I'll look at art and it's, it's not, you know, nobody knows. They just, you know, you're just having your experience and I'll, mm-hmm. you know, I'll put my headphones in and I'll listen to my favorite classical music. And I feel like hmm. by taking that, that it just elevates my ability to see the beauty in everything all at once and all the senses are more alive. And I really, I really enjoy that. Yeah, I get that. I've got a, a piece of art my wife inherited from uh, Haiti and there's been times oh, wow. I've spent time with that. And I, I suddenly would feel like the artist was telling me stuff. You know what I mean? It's incredible. I, was like, oh. Like, oh, I get it. I get what you're doing here. I get what you're saying. And, and then later on, I may look, go back and look at it and think, I don't know how I saw that, you know, <laughs> I think that's a it's, really interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It's true. And there were parts of the museum where I'm also studying. Um, I'm taking a yoga teacher trainer course currently. Nice. And I was in the, this, like, looking at these statues, and it was like, 
wow, I was just feeling all these things. And now I go back to the yoga and, and I do sensory deprivation floats monthly for part of my health regimen. And I feel like all of these are just pulling it all together. Like Mm. I can't say one is doing it all. Like they're all synergistically helping me discover more of the real me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Totally makes sense. So, um, on the macro doses, have you had any breakthroughs or revelations or outcomes from that that you've found especially helpful, you know, in your, in your life and in your situation? Yeah, it's helped me to realize that nothing is just happening to me. Like, I think before I was so much in my bubble, it was like, mm. this, this is my experience. But I think it just makes me realize we're all one. And my energy just happens to be living in this meat suit, but I'm mm. no different than the energy in yours or anybody else's and that we're all just, you know, doing the best we can out there. And I think it's made me have way more empathy to other people and their, their stories. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also helped me to start rewriting any dysfunctional stories that I was having, mm. um, rewrite the script and, you know, I've had a lot of people say in the past six months, they've seen a change in me. And it's always a positive thing when they're talking. Uh, and I love hearing that because, yeah. you know, it means I'm doing something right. And yes. I want to share that with everyone. It's not like I'm like, oh, good. It's like, cool. How can I help everyone have this experience? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, you you said before you started the microdosing that you had started doing some internal work and kind of preparation, which which I think we would both guess probably really helped you in the microdosing regimen. Would you say that your microdosing regimen also helped um, your macrodosing, the lay, lay a foundation for it, the way you did with your internal work for the microdosing? I would say that yes, I think I think that they all. Um kind of compliment in that regard yeah yeah that's interesting so how how did you pick you pick this this regimen of microdosing based on uh, cj's course did you consider any other regimens have you have you tried other regimens have you tried anything a little different from that original you know uh day on two days off day on two days off have you tried any other type of protocol i've played around with it a little bit um I switched, I switched in the very beginning for like a couple of weeks and tried the microdosing with slivers of, of acid instead um, mm-hmm. of mushrooms. And I just think I'm more drawn to the microdosing with the psilocybin um, mm. for ease, I think more than anything. And I prefer the other for macro. Um and yeah, I've played I mean, around to see, but that seems to work the best <laughs> for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I was going to ask you something about microdosing, and that just that just slipped my mind. So, if somebody was to come to you and 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 ask questions and say, "Hey, I've been considering doing microdosing," also, you know what? What recommendations would you have? So in a caveat here, I could throw this out. This may be a good time. So first mm-hmm. of all, 
Pharmaceuticals, everybody, are not bad. We're not here to say pharmaceuticals are bad. So if you're taking pharmaceuticals, keep doing it. Keep talking to your doctor. Don't just abandon them and run off. That can be very dangerous. And for a lot of people, it does save their lives. So we're not trying to say pharmaceuticals are bad. And, Absolutely. And some of these drugs we're talking about are illegal. So don't do illegal drugs. And we're not telling anybody to do illegal drugs. We're not recommending that. But given that giant caveat, Kate, Yes. <laughs> uh, if if somebody came to you and said, hey, I, you know, I heard you talking with Stuart or I or saw this and I'm really interested in this and I want to get started. You know, what, what kind of advice would you have for somebody out there who's listening that is thinking that maybe they want to give this a whirl? I think if somebody really feels strongly about wanting to give it a whirl, especially if they don't click with the pharmaceuticals um, because they you know, for personal reasons, don't want to take them or they have side effects and don't like them, um, you know, because there's plenty of people that have results and find them useful. So I agree that pharmaceuticals are very helpful for people. For me, um, I know that it wasn't the right avenue. So if there's other people that felt that way, I would suggest, um, you know, the psilocybin as a way to start and at the smallest dose possible, which would be like 0.1, like a mm -hmm. tenth of a, a milligram. I worked my way up from there. And now I'm at 0.15 to 0.17, depending on the strain. Um, and I would recommend that they follow a protocol where they're doing it consistently on the same. So if they don't want to take the two days off, you know, that's their decision. But I would definitely you know, say, follow a consistent protocol in journal, even if it's writing, I took it at this time, I took this dose, and I felt this way. You know, it's it's better than nothing. But mm -hmm. it's, to me, I think it's more of an avenue for people who aren't looking necessarily to pop a pill to make them feel a little better. If they want to dig in and, and kind of get to the why they don't feel better, like why mm -hmm. they, you know, but they want to get to those other layers. I think the microdosing is very helpful for that. Yeah, perfect. So you made me remember my question. Thank you. So you <laughs> mentioned starting, you know, it's, there's kind of a, you know, for, and I've read some of the microdosing courses out there and the, the you kind of bracket, start small, increase your dosage. Then, you know, it's supposed to be what they call sub perceptual, which means you don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. And if you do, then you ramp back down until you find that kind of sweet spot. Did you ever feel the pull to, to add, keep adding more like, like almost cause I've done this twice. I've done the regimen twice myself. And, and sometimes I felt myself feeling like, well, I kind of want to feel something. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it's like, uh, should I increase the dosage? You know, is there any pull or draw to, to maybe take quote too much because of that desire to feel something rather than nothing? Sure, I'm, I would think so. If I wasn't alternating some micro, some macro dosing in there, I probably mm. would feel that stronger. But a couple of times I've increased the dose um, or I've tried a stronger, knowingly tried a stronger strain and felt temperature fluctuations, felt mm. a little sleepy. I had one time I had a little bit of nausea. So I was like, okay, <laughs> the universe is telling me, nope, go back to what you were doing. Yeah. Good, good. So um, just a couple wrap up questions. So what's what's next for you, you know, on your journey? I know that you mentioned you in the very beginning of this that you want to help other people. So 
Well, what else are you planning in terms of your own medicine work and your work with other people? Like what's, what was coming from you? Yeah, I feel, um, and I don't know if this has happened during some of the experiences, but I feel I'm very drawn to plant medicine now more than I ever have in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, I have in the past, you know, been an advocate of people using things to break through. So I really think that, you know, MDMA people can use it in a control setting to really help couples. I've always felt that, you know, was a helpful tool more than a party drug. Um, I feel that about, about these um, psychedelics as well. And I'm trying to figure out how I can um, share my knowledge with people in sort of a coaching capacity. Nice. Whereas nice. like overall plant medicine. <laughs> You know, yeah. from CBD, you know, some things are legal and some aren't, you know, I make, I make custom um, treats for people using CBD, using THC where, where, where it's able to be used. And mm -hmm. I get such positive feedback for people. It's always made custom for the person. If they have, you know, uh, a reason why they can't smoke, say marijuana, but you need that for a pain or I have a friend that has cancer I will specifically make things that are custom to their diet and and I get a lot of joy out of that it's just a part-time thing I do but as I've been drawn more to the plant medicine I really feel like that's something if I keep learning and experimenting with myself I can help coach other people there too nice nice well I look forward to to seeing that come out from you when you, when you get that going, it's uh yeah, it's, it's natural. I think once you discover this world to be like, Hey, I need to get this out and help other people with it. So I mm -hmm. applaud you for doing that. <laughs> Not everybody has the gumption to make it happen. So good for you. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to, I'd like to see psilocybin not be a schedule one and to definitely be something that will be offered more mainstream down the road. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm with you on that one. Um, anything else you want to share? Um, no, I think this is great. I appreciate you inviting me on. Yeah, well, it was a real pleasure. I really appreciate it. Uh, a lot of great stuff on microdosing. So Kate, thank you so much for coming on here and doing this with me. Thank you, Stuart. That concludes this edition of the Stoned Ape Reports. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at Stoned Ape Comedy and subscribe to our newsletter at www.stonedapecomedy.com. Again, thanks for listening and catch you next time, Stoned Apes.